following is a message from Living Waters Church in Elk River, Minnesota. For more information, visit livingwatersmn.org. It's important for us to recognize what was happening on uh, the night that Jesus Christ was born. It takes a lot of faith to accept the fact that God, who by many in that day was considered to be an angry God and uh, in some ways an unjust God, that he actually truly loved man enough that he'd send an answer for the separation between God and man. I want to use a little prop this morning. It's important for us to understand that on Christmas morning, more than anything else, what was happening was mankind was being, being given a gift. It was a gift from God. God so loved the world that he gave a gift. That whosoever believes in the gift would not perish but have everlasting life. Let's forget a minute that it was God's son. Let's just realize that God was giving out a gift. Now you and I know that the reality is there's a couple of things that we must do with a gift or the gift is useless. The first thing we must do is we must receive the gift. If you're here this morning and you have often heard this story but have never actually really received the story and let it into your heart, I want to encourage you to do so today. It's important. As I said earlier, one of the reasons that we have purposed as a church to use children to tell the Christmas story. By the way, we have very many talented youth and adults in this room who could do an amazing production. But we have purposed to use our, uh, to have our children help us tell the story because it's a children's story. It's a story of a child being born. And a child being born of a virgin. And a child being born declared to be, before he even comes, the Son of God. Come on. Really? But you know what? I find that easier to believe than a big fat guy sliding down a chimney. If I'd have invented Santa Claus, I'd have made him a bean pole. But the reality is, even as our theme this morning with Advent, it does take faith. And it's not faith that is faith of the mind that says, well, I can figure this out. We cannot figure this out. A baby born of a virgin. We cannot figure this out. It, it doesn't matter what medical training we have. It doesn't matter how much we understand biology. It doesn't understand any of that. It makes no sense because it's a spiritual truth that is a spiritual reality and the brain doesn't grab it. The heart does. If anyone believes in their heart, the Bible says. 
It is my prayer this morning that you would hear with your heart. And it doesn't matter whether you've ever received the gift or not. But if you're here this morning and you never have, can I exhort you, encourage you, plead with you? Receive the gift. But how many of you know it's one thing to receive a gift, but it's another thing to unwrap it? I see the kids are coming back in the room. The kids who've come back in the room. How many of you know a gift is great, but if you don't unwrap it? How many kids? I want to know. How many kids have gifts from last year that you didn't unwrap yet? Come on, I know the answer. Of course you unwrapped it, because you want to see what it is. Here's the wonderful thing concerning the Christmas story. We're already told what the gift is. Now, the reality is I found in my own life, after using the gift for 40 years, that it's a way better gift than I thought it was, and God was way gooder than I thought he was, and he loved me way more than I realized he did. But nonetheless, at some point, I unwrapped the gift and I said, all right. And if you're here this morning and you've never unwrapped the gift, if you've never actually um, allowed it to touch you, affect you, change you, I invite you to do so. If you're watching online from home this morning, I encourage you, if you've never received the gift or unwrapped the gift, please do. Why? Because heaven's real? Yes. The whole purpose of the gift was for eternal life. And heaven is real. And I'm exhorting you and encouraging you this morning because if heaven is real, so is hell. And God so loved the world that he gave a gift. But how many of you know you can receive the gift, you can unwrap the gift, but you've got to use the gift? If it's clothing, you've got to put it on. The Bible says, put on Christ. The Bible talks about uh, being careful that we don't neglect so great a gift that was given to us. I want to talk to those of us who are in the room this morning who have received the gift, who have unwrapped the gift, are you taking the privilege and the advantage of having the gift? Don't raise your hands, parents, but how many of you have got a gift in your home that you never used? You're not even sure why they gave that to you. Don't look around. I'm not talking about the person sitting next to you. But somebody gave you a gift that was absolutely useless. You know I'm right. Remember that tie? Remember that sweater? Remember what X, Y, and Z? But the real tragedy for you and I is if we don't take advantage of the privilege that we've been given to receive this gift, to unwrap this gift, and to use this gift. 
And you might be here this morning and say, well, I'm not sure it's right to say that I'm going to use God. I would if I were you. I do every chance I get. See, the reality, the Christmas story is not just about um, uh, life insurance. It isn't just about an escape from hell. It isn't the Christmas story, the coming of the gift, and the giving of the gift, and the receiving of the gift, and the unwrapping of the gift, and the using of the gift is not just about eternal life. It's about the life here and now. It's not just a life insurance policy. It's a whole life policy. It's an abundant life policy. It's a new life policy. And we must be applying it to our lives. May we who have uh, become so accustomed to the gift. And even this story this morning. One of the youth over here said to me before the service. I'm not going to point out which one. Said to me, are you preaching today? And I said, yes. And he very politely said to me. Well, please make it exciting. (laughs) (laughs) The excitement is in the gift. But we can get excited about telling about the gift and the coming of the gift and the giving of the gift. I used to tell my kids, if you're bored, it's because you're boring. (laughs) And to that particular youth, if the story isn't exciting, (laughs) I'll go over here on this side of the room. (laughs) The story should excite us, shouldn't it? But here's the deal. I believe, and I believe, I believe so much in the giving of gifts at Christmas. I mean, natural gifts, because it just is a prophetic picture of what was going on in the spiritual realm. Why was heaven rejoicing? Why were angels so happy? Why did the angels proclaim glory to God in the heavens and peace on earth? Good things are coming for men, or goodwill toward men, because of the gift. I encourage us all this morning to not uh, let the uh, familiar blind us to the spectacular. Our theme this uh, month is wander. The wonder. I looked that word up. Admiration. Amazement. Awe. Does the reality of the gift still amaze you? Does it leave you in awe? Do you ever look in a mirror and and just say, wow, God must really love me. Do you ever look at, around your household and allow thankfulness to well up on the inside and say, Wow, God must 
love me? Do you ever look in the eyes of your kids or your spouse or, or the ones you love and say, Wow, <laughs> God must love me. But beyond all that is the reality of the gift that makes many of those things possible or the ability to really appreciate them. You know, it's the wonder of Christmas, the amazement, the awe that causes us to also be awed and amazed by everything that's going on around us. I want to encourage you this Christmas season, not just today, but throughout the rest of this month and into the new year. If you've never received the gift, you can this morning. There's prayer teams up here. You can talk to myself, to Colleen, to Jim, to Hillary, to Renee and Jay Bryan, to anyone. But don't neglect. The Hebrew says it this way. We must give them more earnest heed lest we neglect the gift that has been given to us. And if you are here this morning and you have received the gift and you've unwrapped the gift, please, please use it to the fullest. Apply everything that Jesus Christ has for you to your life. If there's changes that he wants to make in your life, allow him. If there's places he wants to take you that you've never wanted to go, go anyway. The, my personal opinion, the greatest demonstration of the love of God is the little baby Jesus. Allow yourself to be filled with wonder this Christmas and Christmas season. Allow yourself to be expanded, not in, not in mind, but in heart, first and foremost, at the amazing reality that God did so love the world, that he did give his son, which was a gift, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's stand together. Want to encourage you to stay for cookies. Uh, they're in, in the fellowship hall, just down the hall at the end. If you're going out the back doors, it's the doors to the right. And then another right, and you'll find it. Just follow the crowd. Follow the kids. Father, we thank you this morning for the gift. And we do ask you, we ask you to give us a grace to believe. We ask you for a grace to believe beyond what we've already believed. We ask you for a grace to be in wonder, like, wow, you're awesome, God. You are gooder than we thought you were. You love us more than we thought you did. You're kinder than we ever thought you were. And you're more focused and sincere about us than we maybe ever thought you were. And we say thank you. And we want to be a people who are in wonder. We want to be a people who expect to see the unseen. 
and experience the unexperienced. We want to be a people who trust in miracles because we believed in the biggest miracle of all, the person of Jesus. And we thank you for it. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. To learn more about us, please visit livingwatersmn.org. Thank you.